This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a Thursday here in Pittsburgh. Um, a beautiful Thursday, too. Just when it was feeling like Unbelievable yeah. the difference between yesterday and today. Yeah. And what today's forecast or tomorrow's forecast is for like just rain and just oh really yeah. i didn't i don't look ahead i was just living in the moment and enjoying <laughs> it thanks for squashing it yeah, <laughs> but tomorrow's, it is tomorrow's gonna nice be lousy up. okay there you have it i don't know if you'll be able to wear shorts tomorrow <laughs> i probably will anyway All right. probably when we convene again tomorrow yeah you do have your yeti shirt on though today yeah, my kids make fun of my Yeti shirt because I always walk around with a Yeti. He's like, are you promoting your cup that you we always have around the house? No, I'm just a Yeti. I don't know. It's just comfortable. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the uh, Steelers are uh, getting through practice uh, today. Ben Roethlisberger returning to a full practice. Okay. As did Chase Claypool. Good. Uh, coming back from the hamstring issue. Um, limited were Melvin Ingram. And then Eric Ebron showed up on the uh, injury report today with a, a little hamstring issue. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what that means. But uh, those are the only two guys um, who are even limited. Uh, gr- uh, Ingram has a groin injury. Uh, that's, to me, the people, like, this whole, the Steelers are trading Melvin Ingram. Right. right. That's that's the news of the day. You can't, you can't trade somebody who's hurt. If, right. I mean, they got to pass a physical. They got to pass a physical, yeah. and supposedly Kansas City's interested in. Here's what happens. Okay. Kansas City gets on the phone. They need a guy. No, they need a guy. They call the Steelers. They say, hey, we, we might be interested in trading for Melvin Ingram. The Steelers aren't going to trade Melvin Ingram. I, mean, I don't think they have any intentions of moving To a team they got to play later this year. Right, or a an team, AFC competitor an AFC or AFC helping competitor, these guys yeah. get into the you know, postseason or anything like that. No, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And frankly, you're not going to get a great pick. I mean, no. pe- folks, it's not like, oh, you get the Chiefs' second rounder. I mean, you're going to yeah. get a sixth or a fifth or something like something that. Like because it. it's I don't even think you get a fifth. Right. I mean, his contract's yeah. up. I'd rather use him for the year. It would probably he's... be a conditional. Yeah, it makes sense. Probably uh, a conditional six or seven based on playing time. He's just not going to do that. I mean, if I'm the Chiefs, I do that in a heartbeat. So the, the original Ian Rappaport uh, report on that was that, well, the Steelers are uh, they're, they're fielding phone calls about that. Well, no kidding. You know, I mean, that's a very vague term. Yeah. The phone rings, you pick it up. You're fielding phone calls. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I always wonder, does that how it really works? Do you actually, like, call Kevin or is he just, like, sending an email out or a text or, like, you know, how does, how does the communication actually start? Or you, you have your, you know, you have your scout, your area scout on that end, you know, whoever yeah. your pro guy, pro personnel guy is. Call the other team's pro personnel. That's probably more likely. Yeah, like you're you're not quite as busy. Hey, any chance we're interested in this guy or this guy? Yeah, see if work? see if Pittsburgh wants to. You know. Yeah, it would be interested in dealing him. I don't and see it happening. I don't see it happening either. I mean, as likely, and I'm not trying to start rumors. Is uh, someone might want Ebron? I mean, right. I, I would think those are the two guys. If if the Steelers were to sell a player, they would be the only. Ebron ones. would be much more likely in my eyes. Well, the rest of the season would go much smoother without him. As you've got to you've already you got Fryermuth who's already out snapping him. Right, Sergeant Gentry's really to take it over. Right. Gentry's you know can play, and we both like Kevin Rader. He's still a, a member of the team. He's still available. Yeah, right, right. right. So, so, you yeah, know, right. okay. And I can see somebody trying to add some kind of receiving weapon, but you know, you're not going to get a ton for him in return either. No, you're probably better off just living with or not living with. You know, utilizing both of them and try to win football games. But overall, not a bad injury report for the Steelers. No, it's about as good as it's been since opening yeah. day. 
you know, what's going to be interesting, we still haven't gotten one out of Cleveland, but if you look at their injury report from yesterday, oh, my. It's still littered. I yeah. Mean, even I mean, with they, a long week, you'd they think they'd be healthier than they are. They had 19 players last week on the injury report. Okay. And that didn't include the two guys uh, that they placed on in, on injured reserve, which was Hunt and, uh, and uh, J.O.K. Oh, okay, okay. So you're like, saying really 21 injuries 21 for that game. 21 guys, yeah. yeah. This week they're still uh, in, well into double digits. Uh, again, this is from yesterday. Clowney didn't practice. He's got ankle, groin, and knee. <laughs> right. It's basically the entire – I don't know if it's all in the same leg or if it's a different, you know. Who knows? But that still yeah. seems like a lot. That seems to be a lot. Uh, Malik Jackson uh, did not practice with an ankle injury. Plays a lot for them. I mean, they, they don't use much of a defensive line rotation. I mean, a couple guys coming off the bench, and Garrett and Clowney will go inside at times. But Malik and Malik play a lot of uh, defense tackle for them. So that would be a big big deal. Uh, Jarvis Landier with that knee injury did not practice. He looked like a shell of himself on Thursday. It looked pretty, you know, when he came off the field, too, if you remember in that game, he, he was, was limping. Struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, absolutely, without question. Yeah. Uh, Don- I'd have a hard time believing he's 100% yeah. if he dresses or not. Donovan Peoples-Jones with a groin injury that he suffered in warm-ups during that game last week. Right, and did not play. And did not play. He's still out. He's, in a way, I don't want to say he's their best receiver, but he's a five-star recruit that's big and fast, and he has one reception for like 70 yards on a, a Hail Mary that kind of screw up his stats a little bit. But he's kind of threatening. I mean, he's yeah. a big downfield guy. Uh, this one, to me, is the biggest one. Denzel Ward with that hamstring injury mm. that he suffered during the game still did not practice. Not yeah. practicing on Wednesday. If he doesn't play, Greedy Williams has to. Greedy Williams has to. He's only an outside guy. I mean, I like that matchup for the Steelers heavily. You yeah. know, with with Williams, and he won't and tackle Newsom anybody. Look, right. Newsom looks good, but he's a rookie. I mean, rookie corners he's get off picked an on. I mean, Ward's the stabilizing force, and a, a secondary is with a lot of new and young players. Yeah. And he's a really good one. Uh, limited for them were Beckham. No, he Chubb. still looks like a show of himself. Chubb's probably going to play it, anything. Yeah. Conklin, okay. who said he's going to play. He's going yeah, back yeah. up the knee. Uh, Tony Fields had an illness. A.J. Green's another one of their cornerbacks. He has, he was limited with a groin. Uh, Blake Hans with an elbow. That's the guy who replaced Conklin. Mm, okay. So he's dealing with a little something. Baker Mayfield was actually limited. I know he's practicing. Yeah, but they listed him as limited. Uh, Malcolm Smith with an abdomen was limited. J.C. Treader with a knee was limited. He's been dealing with that for several weeks now. Mm-hmm. Jedrick Willis, Willis with the ankle was limited. He played against, you know, last week he, he came back. He came back from it, yeah. But he's been dealing with that all season long. And then Mac Wilson with a calf injury was limited. Okay. Without J.O.K., Wilson's kind of stepping up a little bit. They've had about five linebackers that have played a lot this year. And J.O.K. has been the best of them, but he's not in the equation. They kind of settled on him. They're the you know, Walkers. Their their biggest every. I mean, he's their most every down type of linebacker now with with JOK out. But that's not that's an area I think you can attack no matter what. I mean, especially with JOK out, and even with them, I would be, you know, Fryermuth and Harris on linebackers and those type of things. So they're they're obviously in a bad spot. Um, we were asked today. I did a video with Missy Matthews and Mike Pursuta today, and we Name took dropper. some. What's that? Name <laughs> dropper. Yeah, Max Stars <laughs> didn't show up. We had three of us, so we only had four. It was supposed to be a round table. It was a triangle table. Um, and we were asked by a... Well, if Max is there, it's more like a... Uh, yeah, I mean, run behind that guy. He, yeah, he's more around the table than you guys are. <laughs> and we were asked, you know, by a, a, a Twitter question, would you rather play against the healthy Keenum or the banged-up Mayfield? And Pursuit and I 
took different. I, I went. I said I'd rather play against Mayfield. He wanted to play against Keenum. And I thought we both had good points. And his big one was Mayfield just throws it better. You know, he's, he's going to attack the, the whole area of the field better. And I just thought I I don't love the way Mayfield was playing pre-injury yeah. or during injury, and we've seen him have to deal with the Steeler pass rush, and it didn't go great when he was healthy. I agree. I I, I tend to agree with you on that mm. one. Um, we saw a banged up Baker Mayfield in the game here last year, the first game, right? And that ended up 30, thirty-eight and, to right, seven, right. and him getting pulled out in the third quarter because Kevin Stefanski was feared for his life. Yeah, right, right. Know? I mean, we're not questioning Baker's toughness or whatever, but. Yeah. It, he drops his head in the pocket. He get you know he feels the pain. Going to protect, the rush. You're right, protect right. what's hurt. It's, right, you know, without question. You know, it's, are you going to maybe, you know, are you are you going to get rid of the ball more quickly than you normally would? You know, I would imagine he, he's he's only run the ball uh, if you look at it. Um, last, like all their carries are from running backs. Yeah, yeah last yeah. last three games, I think he's run for eleven, eight, and eight yards. Okay, he's not scrambling. No, like he like he typically did. Right, right. right. Uh, because every hit has to hurt. Yeah, he's trying to. You know, even when he slides, yeah, it, it probably hurts. I bet it does. I bet it does. And I, I don't know. Uh, neither one particularly scares me. Yeah, to be very honest, that's not that's not the issue in this game. No, no. Especially with their pass catchers so right. Yeah, compromised. I mean, rarely do I say it to this degree, but I'm putting. Eight and nine in the box. Yeah, you know, and I'm really would dare him to throw it. Yeah, I'm going to leave Hayden and those guys against you know injured receivers with questionable quarterbacks, and basically just be like, we can't allow you guys to dominate the game on the ground. Minka can be the single high, and really eight man boxes, heavy personnel, run stuffers. And I would run blitz. Yeah, yeah. because you know while you're also run blitzing, if they do decide to do some of this play action stuff. Okay, you're still allowed to get to the quarterback mm-hmm. and hit the quarterback every chance you got. No matter who it is, yeah. especially Mayfield, I yeah. guess, the more I think about it. But, yeah, they're going to come out in heavy person. I don't think there's a whole lot of mystery to when they have the ball. No. <laughs> to be yeah. very honest. And you've got to get Chubb. It's like it's like playing against Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Get him in the backfield before he gets rolling. You can't yeah. let him roll through. If you let him run through, your off, uh, through the line untouched, you're going to have problems. No, you're going to have problems. Yeah, I mean, he's an exceptional player. Great contact balance, runs through tackles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's a little different from him to Henry to me is he's more of an instant accelerator. Henry needs a step or two to get rolling, so you can maybe chop down yeah. that redwood before he gets rolling. But, you know, Chubb's like a bowling ball. I mean, there's not yeah. much to hit low and, and get him stopped and start. I mean, his acceleration's great, and they both have that crazy long speed that you give them a, they can take it to the house on the corner or you know run through an arm tackle and go so the, he's really dangerous yeah you don't want your your cornerbacks to have to tackle no. Nick Chubb no i mean frankly i'd be fine and both corners following or not following but you're on the two receivers and off coverage put a lot of people in the in the box yeah. minka's over the top and if you guys want to get a nickel and dime us with slants and comebacks and things like that all day long and can complete, you know, eight or nine passes on a 14-play drive, well, then so be it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See if you can do it. Because, you know, the idea is to eventually, you know, again, the Steelers are not a dominant, and, and weren't last year, quite frankly, a dominant run-stopping team. What they were was more of an opportunistic run-stopping team. Yeah, well said. Where they, you know, okay, you're going to get us five, five, then we're going to get you for a two-yard loss. Yeah. TJ now now it's second and 12. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Can you do it for 
an 80 yard drive yeah. or, or you know 60 yard drive or whatever like that so, yeah so that, that's a good point um and i think they'll be more of the same i don't know if they'll go to this extreme but the browns play such heavy personnel do you think there's any chance you see like spillane bush and Schobert on the field together or you know any of those type of packages you, against you might a strange be more opponent? apt to see Ingram in there, you know, if, if, yeah, if he okay. gets healthy. An extra that extra front That, seven that same that package that you sense. saw against, you know. That I you, like that better, too. Yeah. Right, right. That makes some sense. As, as uh, Tomlin called Ingram, he's a run in, in training camp. He's a run game bully. He is a run game bully. Yeah. Yeah. So he would be very useful. He would be useful in this game to, to get healthy and, and mm-hmm. be able to use that three outside linebacker package. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, you, know. you can move him around. And, yeah, yeah. And that keeps another big body near the line of scrimmage. No, I like that idea. And beat those tight ends up too. Don't let them get off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I would think that's definitely in the cards. So, yeah, interesting matchup though. But I mean, I don't think there's a lot of mystery with this one. And I think you said it well that the who the Browns quarterback is is kind of low on the list of determining factors to yeah. me. It's not like oh if Baker plays. It's not like Seattle. I mean, honestly, if you watch the game against Denver. Uh, he didn't do much. It, yeah, it was like watching the Browns' offense. Yeah, oh yeah, they did yeah. just enough to win that game. Oh, sure. Uh, it was boots yeah. and rollouts and yeah. play action and yeah. I mean, but as a, you as you made note of, if Chubb plays in that game, he goes for over two hundred yards. Oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that Johnson ran really hard, got a lot of yardage on his own, but he didn't break anything long. Right. You know, Chubb would break. Chubb would have broken a couple ones. Or, yeah. yeah, and made it look a little easier. Yeah. Um. You know, I. I I'm interested to see as much as anything what the Steelers do offensively against I the Browns. I think this Browns defense is fascinating in that it's very talented. They're a conundrum. They're a, they're a conundrum. Yeah. I mean, they have so many new starters, so I think you could look at it glass half full from a Browns perspective and be like, our guys just haven't gelled yet. You know, we're making some errors and things like that. They're awesome against the run. You know, I, I came up with this number. I was the Browns run for 90 more yards per game than their opponent. I mean, like that's mind-boggling. And they're even though they're they want to be a lighter personnel group. I mean, they paid a lot of defensive yeah. backs. They're very analytically oriented in the front office. We're going to pay defensive backs, but they stop the run very well. And you know, Clowney's a much better run stuffer than he is pass rusher. But if you get the third and eight, you got this Miles Garrett problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So they can rush the passer too. Well, that you know, if you look at their numbers against on first down, they're allowing four yards per play on first down. Okay. The Steelers are averaging four yards a play on first down. That's not good, by the way. Uh, no, that's that would be first and or second and last in that. Right. Record, but that's a low number is. But the, the Steelers are throwing the ball. An inordinate amount of time, or, or running the ball, I should say, an inordinate amount of times on first down. They're they're at seventy one percent. Yeah, on first down, which is just nuts. It's in really NFL. crazy. I brought that up to Matt Canada today, and I said, Matt, you're both you're, those things. The yeah, you're. The, well, I said, Matt, you're you're dead last in in yards per play on yeah. first down, and he looked at me and said, Really? Yeah. And I'm like, Didn't you just do a whole week of Oh, you're also coming off your bye. Yeah, yeah. you think that be. And you didn't know that. And Ben, to what your point is, I mean, I was looking. I, the number I came up with was Ben leads all quarterbacks, or is last or first, however you want to call it, percentage-wise of throws on first down. 
You know, uh, yeah. well, the, that's it's not just Ben. That's the Steelers. It's the Steelers because right. he's I taking mean, every he's snap. Every snap. We're saying yeah. the same thing. You know, of all the quarterbacks in the league, yeah. he has the slow. slow that's the, not, the I don't know that that's percentage. necessarily him. Maybe some of it is. Maybe some of it's the RPOs. Uh, maybe, but I mean, it's the Steelers. It's yeah. the, it's the it's more Canada than yeah. Roethlisberger. I have mixed feelings about it, though. In general. Passing on first down is like the most efficient and best way to get cheap yardage yeah. in the league. I mean, we have to be honest. Like, you know, we would have been saying last year, well, they're throwing too much on first. Like, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. It, it, you can't kind of have it both right. ways. And if you're playing Seattle and Denver and you don't really have a running game for the first month of the season and your whole goal is to establish, establish it, it yeah. establish it. And, you know, you come in, you and I talk all week before those games. Hey, if you run three times and punt, that's not a terrible, you know, so. Yeah. We're not talking out of both sides of our mouth on this. Right, right, right. (laughs) So for this team, maybe running early was smart. You know, get and it's starting to pay off and the run game's coming around. It can't be something you live with for 17 games. No, it can't be that extreme. It's not a recipe for success over the long term. You've established that you now have a running game. Right, 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 right. You know. Uh, I but also you can't get strong on your no. tendencies either. Like right. Last year, and this isn't really a Canada problem, some of their tells and tendencies were very disturbing. Yeah. You know. So I I, I would come out throwing a little bit more in this game, uh, especially if, if Denzel Ward's not out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would attack that that secondary a little bit. You know, it used maybe to be on early downs when the Steelers were successful when they when they were most successful. You passed to get the lead, and then mm-hmm. you ran the ball late. And that's what most teams. That's do, what. To that's be what. Yeah, that's, that's the top teams in the league. You know, you know sometimes right? you know if, if you. Um, I mean, the Chiefs hardly ran the ball right for three years in a row in the first half. In the first yeah. half of games, they have like. But the carries. key is being able to run the football. Yeah, I think they're able now to run the football. I do too. You know, so. Yeah, it's, it's time. It, it's time. <laughs> Part of me worries. Boy, the Browns' defense has a lot of good players. They're going to put it together. They're they're due to put it all together. Long week. But they also have a lot of injuries, too, yeah. like you said, too. And the tape doesn't parts. show. Yeah. You know, you've mentioned this all week, too. They've allowed a lot of passing touchdowns. Nine in the last three games. Nine in the last three games, yeah. 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 I mean, they have coverage busts pretty consistently. And the pass rush is great, but it's really only two guys, you know, and yeah. one in particular. Right. So they're they're an interesting defense. And I don't know if that book's written yet on that defense. Yeah, it, it's going to be I, – I, I, to me, and, and you could say this about every game, um, but which offense makes the big mistake? Who I puts, think it's huge in this one. Who puts the ball on the ground? Who, which quarterback mm-hmm. throws a, a pick or whatever that may be? Um, you got to win the turnover battle in this game in particular. I think so. Uh, I 100% think so. And I was thinking about that today, and I went, boy, I, I'm, I wonder how good Cleveland is on special teams. And I didn't watch, I didn't watch any of their tape or right. anything. I'm not watching special teams tape. i got other things to do. But I, I went to Football Outsiders as usual. They're like third in the league, you know. So, and the Steelers are middle of the pack. They were yeah. 14th or 13th or Some something Some of this like people's that. Jones, though, because he's their, he's their return yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but I think special teams is as yeah. important as turnovers. And some of that speaks, you know, to their depth. But do they have that depth? Right, right, right. Who are yeah. you asking now and right. who's, who's active and who isn't? I mean, I, again, I haven't sp- studied their special teams. They're just ranking good in Football Outsiders, which yeah. I didn't like seeing. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the Steelers are, I think, like at least they were last week when I looked. They were like 14th. Yeah, they're good. I yeah. mean, they're slightly above average, and I have watched every special team snap of the Steelers, and yeah. that 100% adds up. They're a great kicker, inconsistent, but, you know, a potentially dangerous punter. 
good enough return games. I think yeah, the coverage I, I team's at, been good. I looked at actually that as well. Um, Harvin's actually been better than the, whatever. The, I say I don't even know who their punter is. The, the kid they got is the Polish hammer or whatever. they. I can't remember what they call okay. him. <laughs> Ivan Putski? It's something like that. Uh, they have some kind of nickname <laughs> for the kid. But he's not been great this year. I, I don't know anything about uh, him. Yeah. Their, their place kicker's been okay. McLaughlin, right? McLaughlin. I think it is, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's missed, I think, he's 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 right there with Boswell. They both missed a kick. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, to your original point, though, they must be good on coverage teams and returners to rank yeah. that high. And if Peoples-Jones is their top returner, well, then maybe they're not. Yeah. But I, I do think uh, the game will be won in the margins, penalties. Field um, position. Field position. Actually, the Browns are the best field position team in the league, give or take. Like right yeah. near the top of average starting field position. Um, doesn't mean he's going to keep up. But those type of things are what to worry about in this game. So I don't see anyone running away and hiding. Yeah, I, I don't either. I, th- I think this is... At least as these teams are currently constituted, a pretty even football game. I do too. <coughs> I think, you know, Vegas would agree with that. What is it, a three point spread? Three In their and building. And yeah. Right, right, right. Um, I think you can't discount Tomlin's records off buys, you know, the, the rest that Ben and Cam Hayward and others, but yeah. a couple of those dudes, I'm sure, are very happy to be, you know, not be pushing their bodies for the last two weeks. And then the opposite, I think, is true too, is. Really, no one's playing more rookie snaps than the Steelers. And now you can those rookies can be like, okay, I, I got a nice chunk of NFL games. I know what this league's about now. I can take a step back, assess myself, and be like, okay, I'm really lacking in this area or this area. So I'm self-scouting there from the young guys too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a fascinating game and, and really kind of, you know, if, if you look at the teams used to break the season down – when it was in the quarters, 16 games, yeah. you broke it down in the quarters. Do you change that up now and break it into thirds since it's 17 games? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I mean, you know, especially with, with your, your buy the way it is. What, what, kind what of works out. It kind of sets up perfectly, right, perfectly right. for the Steelers to do that. They have 11 games left. They played six. And played six, yeah. right. So where are we th- a third of the way in? You know, yeah, that makes some sense. So I, I'm interested to see this game. Um, you know, the rivalry is the rivalry. Uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, I don't care – where the game necessarily is at, no. When these two teams, like, it, it doesn't really matter. No, uh, um, the home field advantage thing to me isn't all that important. Yeah, you're climbing on a bus and driving to Cleveland. Like, yeah, it's not far. It's yeah. not like Ben hasn't had success in that building. Yeah, you know, yeah, Tomlin, and you know, uh, that that doesn't really worry me. Yeah, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm interested too to see how Ben plays because he's, as you mentioned, he's had a lot of success up there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 23, two and one. Wow. Against the Browns. Against um, the Browns, yeah. Um, Tomlin's records. This could be his good. last trip probably to Cleveland is. Brown Stadium. Yeah, probably. Unless they is. meet in the playoffs again or something like that. This could be it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is a place that he is, as Aaron <laughs> Rodgers said against the Bears a couple of weeks ago. I, you know, I've owned, I own this. <laughs> guys. Yeah, I mean, those guys have a long enough track record to, to make that very true. Um, yeah, again, it, it, it feels. <laughs> Feels like you and I have been talking about this game forever. Yeah, it's a bye week, and the Browns had their long, you know, almost you know extended week as well. So it's like I'm about ready for it to get here. Yeah, <laughs> please do, please get yeah. here, game. I, I don't want to talk about this one anymore. But uh, yeah, I, you know, and, and the Ravens are off this weekend. Yeah, I guess you know, so. Yeah, right. Bengals got the Jets too. Yeah. So like the division. It's not like there's every... something else to talk about within the division. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And again, it's been two weeks to talk about the Steelers for. You know, since their last game. So, now I'm ready for this one. And I yeah. think they will be, too. 
I, I do as well. I, you know, and you add in the fact that the Browns beat them last year, and there's been a lot of right. You know, a lot yeah, of talk. Yeah. Um, boy, they got you now. They own. They like. Didn't we beat them 38-7 last year? If you're mm-hmm. you're, sitting, you're one of these players going, okay, we beat you 38-7 at our place. Then you barely beat us with our backups with playing. With the backups, right. And now all of a sudden, because you won a playoff game because we snapped the ball over the head, and now now all of a sudden you own this this rivalry? Right, right. I think that's more reading clipping, clippings and Twitter and, you know, boy, the Browns are an up-and-coming team and the Steelers are falling apart. Like, I don't know if the players see it that way. Yeah. Uh, and it goes back to, you know, when we, we looked at the football outsider stuff uh, at the end of the year, or before the season started, I should say, and they weren't big believers in the Browns. No, they weren't. You know, they okay, they made some moves, and they should be better, but what really were they last year? Right, right, right. They weren't, you know, they were a team that was probably more tracked closer to 8-8 eight and eight than they did to the 10-6 and six that they finished. Well, they had a negative point differential. Right, they had a I negative mean, point differential. Rare in this league yeah. to have the you know, double-digit win team with a negative point differential. Yeah. And if know. the Steelers don't, if the Steelers go up there and they play their guys in the last game of the regular season last year, they probably win. That they game. probably win that game. Yeah. And Cleveland doesn't make the playoffs. Right, right, right. And so. history is completely different. Yeah. Right. So no, you're right. I mean, they lost bad to the Steelers and bad to the Ravens. You know, when they looked like one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm fascinated to see where this goes. Yeah. I, I just – it could be really interesting, but uh, maybe it won't be. I think the Browns are the more high-variance team. Like, yeah. are they – are they taking a step and we can start talking about them? Is Are they one of the best teams in the NFC – or AFC? Or are we going to be like, eh, not their year. They're banged up. They're I, I mediocre. Don't, I don't even know that I see that. I don't, right. I, don't, I think they're more – Are they disappointing? I, I think they're closer to the Steelers than they are to – Buffalo. Or, Buffalo. Or, I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. I mean, frankly, this isn't what we're talking about because it's not the case, but when every team's 100% healthy, their quarterback situation worries me much more than most AFC yeah. contenders. They might be the, the, the Bengals, the Andy Dalton Bengals. They have a lot of that feel to them. Yeah. They, they get really, a great really great roster, but right. the quarterback's still a big question mark. Right. I mean, when we look about the, this era, that's who they might be. Yeah. Anyways, let's take a break. He All is right. Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, not Browns Nation Radio or Bengals Nation Radio <laughs> or even Ravens Nation Radio. This is Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.